almost. What told? What held you back? Were the cameras on? My children. Huh? You? Oh, your children. You don't want to do that in front of them. No. At but... some point, you will do that to teach them that they should do that at some point. But you know, not not at this age. Not at this age. So I was just having like a, a difficult day today. It was just like a busy day, and mm-hmm. then my husband had his work holiday party. So he actually like I can hear him right now. He's just coming home. So like everything was on me today. Like going into the office, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the morning routine is always mine, picking them up, homework, dinner, bedtime, swim, all this stuff. So I was just like exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. And of course it was one of those days where like homework took too long, all this shit. So I'm already on one. Right. We're running late getting to swim, which is at six o'clock, but I get there at 555. I'm mm-hmm. in the front and I see a car about to pull out. So I indicate standing behind that car, mm-hmm. waiting behind that car, cars to my left, I indicate that I'm going to go in. Mm-hmm. As that car is pulling out, mm-hmm. somebody zoomed around from the other side, <gasps> pulled into my spot. Was it a Desi? Like, was it a Desi? It was. It was today, a Desi You bitch. and I have had the worst Desi experience, both of us today. <laughs> I have a story for you too of having so, interacted with the it was, I put my my whole body on the horn. I was like <gasps> honking and she did not even turn around. She, In fact, at one point she got out of the car and made eye contact with me <gasps> because there were a bunch of people coming out. So it's like a strip mall where my kids yeah. like swim school is and there's a Pilates gym and this bitch was going into the Pilates gym. Mm-hmm. But there are people coming out of the Pilates gym and there were multiple women oh, who saw it happen. Not only was she a Daisy who should have known better. But she not only cut you off, but she was also going to a Pilates gym. How yeah. did you hold back? <laughs> so, I would have still keyed the car without the children's knowing. Children knowing, I would have held it real low on the other side of that. Told the kids to walk for walk ahead of me, and then keyed <laughs> it regardless. So, so was it a Han? Was it a Honda or a Toyota? No, a Porsche. <gasps> it was a Porsche, Daisy. Oh my god, that one definitely needed a key. <laughs> so, so she, so she, and then there were multiple people coming out of the Pilates gym. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of women saw, and they were like, "Holy shit, that's so fucked up!" What she just did, because that's like you're right. in Jersey, right. you're in Jersey, you are trying to get your car keyed. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, we are not pleasant here. I will yeah. fuck you up. No, no. And I was like, I was screaming. I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Even my kids were like, "Why did she do that?" I'm like, "I don't know." So we get, um, the lady gets out, but the woman that was like flabbergasted with me that was in the parking lot, she actually was parked right next to her. Mm-hmm. So she pulled her car out and I parked right next to this woman, mm-hmm. but she had already gotten out and gone into the gym. And I was so tempted to like, after swim, if her car was still there, I was mm-hmm. tempted to wait in my car mm-hmm. until she got into her car and mm-hmm. then pull out and mm-hmm. then just perpendicularly park my car, block her in. Yeah. But my kids were starving and I was hungry too. And I was like, we got to go home and eat dinner. Yeah, you don't want to do the You don't want to do the road rage thing with the kids in the back because they get anxiety. They don't realize that this is <laughs> this is like this is a form of self-therapy. <laughs> so, they get anxious. So, but you're like, no, if I don't do this, you're going to feel this later I'm gonna on do it to you. in the house. And I'm going to take it out on you. So this consider this therapy, okay? They, they don't quite know that difference. So I wrote her a note. I wrote her a note that said, "You are an mm-hmm. asshole." Oh, and you I put did it in her windshield. Oh. But they saw me do that when we mm-hmm. got out of swim. And Noah was like, "What did you yeah. do? What did you do?" And I was like, "I wrote her a note." He goes, "What did the note say?" I said, "It said that she should be nicer." He goes, "Yeah, because she was not nice." I was like, "That's right." <laughs> Aiden was probably like having an anxiety attack. Like, yes, what is know mom going to do? She's like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> We're going to get arrested. <laughs> okay, so what happened to you? What was your shitty Daisy interaction? So I had, a, I had an extremely busy day as well. I had to um, I had to go down to Annapolis. Uh, it was like a lot of driving around in a, in, in a terrible weather. My kid is sick. My dog is sick. My dog has, <laughs> she's been limping. So I have all this other stuff that is going on. And then I had to go down to a couple of meetings down in Annapolis. 
Then I had to drive back and then I had to go to another meeting at five o'clock in the evening is when that person could meet. This was a big deal meeting. So we went, when I was done, I was in a good place and I was like, okay, I'm going to tell Kirti that um, I'm going to be late. But my friend, my colleague, um, who happens to be black, she said, do you want to grab a drink? And I said, let's go to this Indian restaurant. That mm-hmm. way I can grab a drink and catch up with you on a bunch of stuff that we had to talk about. But I can also order food to go. So when I get home, I don't necessarily have to cook. I have food. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, feed the family. So I go there and there's this desi um this big day it's it's an indian restaurant Mm -hmm. my kid is um you know she's in a phase where she'll eat either a pasta or a pizza or she'll eat indian food nothing in between so yeah i was like okay enough of pasta and pizza i'm gonna get something semi-healthy so i'm gonna go to the indian restaurant so i go there there's a desi family meeting i can tell from seeing them that they're all in their 70s and 80s so they are aunties and uncles. Sure. They clearly, from their appearance and how they are like, the women are drinking, like a 70-year-old, 80-year-old drinking alcohol, women especially, you yes. know they have been here. They came here in the 60s and 70s. They came to this country. They're Porsche daisies. They are. They're Porsche daisies. Exactly. <laughs> so they've been here. They are what I call, uh, you know, 1G. So we, I would think of myself as 2G, like second generation. Mm. They are the first generation they see. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they have been here since the 60s and 70s. They were the first wave of Indians and Pakistanis who came mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. They made their money. Mm-hmm. They got, uh, they were, um, they weren't quite accepted in the white society, but they made up for it with bouginess and making yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. And um, they sort of, they have a certain heartiness about them that, yeah. you know, we have been here. We were here first. You came in the new wave when the tech companies wanted workers. Yeah. So you came in yeah. that wave. So you're not as good. You're like, not, we're doctors. Yeah, we we're doctors. In the we 60s. Are, yeah. We're yeah. businessmen. We're doctors, blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. So this man comes over. He is clearly in his 80s. Okay. has dyed his hair it's all dark black so <laughs> you can tell he looked like this old hindi movie actor named dilip kumar and oh, I know. people look okay. up dilip kumar just type in d-i-l-i-p kumar and you'll see his <laughs> images from when he was really old you know when he was really old yes. but pretended to be pretty young yes he was exactly like that so he started talking to me and he started talking he started ordering like a gin and tonic for his for the women in okay. a party. Apparently, it was the 60th wedding anniversary for a couple there. Okay, wow, yeah. People are okay. in their 80s. Yes. They're really in their 80s. 60th wedding anniversary, and he's talk- going on and on about that at the bar. My friend and I are sitting there. We are drinking, we are talking, and he said something about, uh, can you make a gin and tonic, but make it like a little bit of gin, but a lot of tonic, because they don't really like alcohol. They just want to have something in their hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he stands there and starts lecturing the kid who's behind the bar about how much gin to add and whether the tonic open a fresh bottle of tonic because he wants to see the bubbles coming up. He's just being extra. He's like a Ramona singer. Right. And so (laughs) I started laughing like I could. I I was I was down one margarita already. I'm like, I just started laughing loud. So he's like, oh, started making kind of like, what do you think this, what are you laughing? I was like, you know, I'm like, why wouldn't you add more gin? Give them more gin. What are they, what are they waiting for? Give them more gin. And he was like, no, they want to like, is this a wedding party? What's happening there? And he, so I started making small talk and he tells, starts telling me he's, he works, he works for the DOD. He has a company. It's an IT company, but that's all he can share because it's the DOD, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's super secret. I was like, okay. Then he says, what do you do? I was like, I cannot even tell you what I do. That's how secret I am. <laughs> he starts laughing. And then he, uh, then my friend says, oh, she works for the state. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I pay a lot of taxes to the state of Maryland. And I don't get anything out of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. also a Republican, Daisy. <laughs> the 
worst. The worst kind. So he starts talking to me, ta- asking me where I'm from and what I would, what, I'm asking him what he's, where he's from. And I'm like, you look like a little bit like Dilip Kumar and all that. Mm-hmm. He gets uh, very excited when I say that. Mm-hmm. And he proceeds. To, so then we order food. We are talking. My friend and I are talking. We are, we are completely ignoring. He takes his drink, goes away, comes back a little later and talks to the bartender and tells him to give us drink i mm-hmm. hear him say i want to buy these ladies drink okay i think he says ladies mm-hmm. the bartender proceeds to make one drink okay the man ends up paying for the one drink and i'm like still talking to him so i don't notice that the bartender isn't making two drinks mm-hmm when the drink comes, he puts the drink and I'm thanking him and then I'm talking to him. He brings the couple of the girl, couple of the women over to talk to me, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to them and my back is fully to my friend and I'm feeling awkward already because I'm not including her. Yeah. And I'm trying to get her included, but he, they are completely ignoring her, asking me, aunties and uncles asking me everything about me, right? <sighs> Where do you live? What do you do? Where's your husband? Are you married? Yeah. I'm like, okay, we just met. Yeah. Stop asking me all these details. I'm not going yeah. to tell you all of this. Get I off don't my need dog. To tell you. Yeah. You don't even want to tell me that which DOD, you know, branch you work for. Like, what do you do? You don't want, uh-huh. like, this is super secretive. I'm not telling you anything. Then I turn around and there's only one drink. So then I ask the bartender, are you making her a drink? And he said, yeah. no, he just, he asked me, he just paid for one drink. Okay. The man pays and walks away. And I'm thinking he paid for both our drinks. He paid for one drink, even though I introduced my friend and talked about, she talked to him about it. He literally ignores her Ugh. and walks away. And the bartender says, no, he said your drink. And I said, I thought I heard him said ladies. He yeah. said he was buying us ladies. And, he, and my friend says, no, he said this lady. So he literally just bought me a drink while me and my friend were there. I was like, that's so rude. I felt so uncomfortable. And my friend is like, well, yeah, he is rude. And he he completely ignored me and he did not make eye contact with me. And he's yeah. like, he, yeah. super racist. He's and racist, he's, yes. Yeah. That was a racist interaction. I know. That this woman and had I to deal with. He was super nice to me. But he was racist to my friend. And, and I had to put the drink back. And I said, then I'm not going to drink this drink. Yeah, because of course. And he didn't buy it. His wife, he brings his wife around like 10 minutes later. And he introduces her as his Sai Rabanu, who is Dilip Kumar's wife yeah. in real life. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is my Sai Rabanu. And I'm like, oh, hi. I'm not trying to be rude to her. And she comes and she introduces herself. She talks to me and she says, I hope you enjoy your drink. So he went and told his wife that he bought me one drink. And she came to check on me. It was the weirdest. (laughs) What a creepy interaction. I know. You know what's interesting is like this uncle would think there's a lot of people that would see that interaction and say, I didn't do anything racist. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything racist. You know, to them, they don't realize that like. Actually, that is very racist because your driver, your driver for why, your intentions for why, the basis of why you only purchased one beverage for one person and you refuse to make eye contact with a black woman is because you are racist because you do not know how to function around black people. Like Exactly. I'm pretty sure if she was white and she was sitting next to me, he would have been all over her. He would have been because, all over her. Because he would have immediately gone into his mode of white people are superior than me. I better kiss their ass. Of course. Ugh. I was so disgusted and I was Fuck so. Fuck these I was so embarrassed. And I was like, I was like, I was so mortified. And I was like, can I buy you a drink? She's like, no, I don't want a drink. I, that's that. It's not on you. I see it's not in you. She's like, don't feel so bad about it. And I was like, no, but I feel bad. I was like, it's. It, you take on your people doing that. You sort of take it on and you're like, ah. Oh. I would have cussed that man out. You know what? Know. You should have written him a note that said, you are an asshole. <laughs> I know. I should have I should have <laughs> gone and found out his, but I should have put something on his windshield. <laughs> you should have, I should have told should've. the wife when she came over, yeah, 
he bought me a drink, but not my friend. I should have pointed that out. But I was like, she was like this frail little old lady. And I'm like, what? I'm going to pick up she's a fight. Had a, she's, had a she's had a lifetime. She's had a lifetime of this man just going up to bars and hitting on women. Like, right? It's not it really almost cool. like he had to justify to her that it was like, I bought this woman a drink, but I want to show you who she is. So, you know, so that way it is okay for me to buy a drink, buy a drink. It's all just drink. the whole thing is so weird. It's very right? creepy. Fuck off, weirdo <sighs> old dude. Right. Well, those are some bad daisies. Let's talk about some more bad daisies <laughs> on Family Karma. So this episode, we get into this Rishi Monica, Rishi Monica rumor. But it really starts with, so we find out that Rishi was told immediately after the brunch by Brian that they were talking about Nirja saying something about Rishi mm-hmm. cheating on Monica. Mm-hmm. And then Brian, who, by the way, is I think my favorite person on the show because he's just so stupid. He's, he's so just, dumb. He's like he's so dumb. He's such a Tom Schwartz. He's not a Tom Schwartz. To me, he's a Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Like he is really just barely alive. I don't know how he's functioned this far in life. Like, like how he did not like chop off his limbs somewhere, have accidents. Just how are yeah. you alive? Yeah. How are you alive? It's because you're adorable. That's why. Yeah. That's he why is, you're alive. He, is, he used to be in more, more of a technical position, but now I feel like he's doing like sales, which is perfect for him. Yeah, he's doing tech him. sales. Perfect for him. Which is yes. perfect for and him. And his because... button down shirt and his sweatpants. Right. Um, so Amrit comes and confronts Brian and I feel like Amrit is doing too much. Is he not? Yeah, I think Amrit realized that he, he started something. Now he feels uncomfortable and now he's trying to cover his path by blaming everybody but himself. And I think he was dragged on Twitter at some point after this episode. And he's like, Twitter, hey, Twitter, I'm, I'm sorry. I know it was double standards and I shouldn't have done it. Or something along those lines. But I think Amrit is... Amrit is like Wendy Osefo. He wants to be considered the smart, uh, you know, the lawyer who's above all of this. But he also wants to be in the muck of all of it. Because Mm -hmm. that's how... He he thinks that's where... He also wants to be the popular one. So he he cannot decide whether he should be the serious one or the popular one. Also, like him saying, Brian, you think you're smarter than everyone? I was just like, I don't think that that's true at all. I think that Brian really has been capitalizing on just how much of a dumb fuck he is. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like, that's his brand is to do dumb fuck stuff. Right. So Brian is like, huh? No, I would never. But that's, I think that's where Amrit goes wrong because. He is he is like Wendy, where he has to put somebody down and um, point out that they're not as smart as him. Yeah. So Amrit, Amrit tells everybody at brunch. Brian tells Rishi. Then Brian tells Vishal that he told Rishi, but tells Vishal don't say anything. And of then so Vishal is obviously Vishal is like Tamara, Tamara Barney. He's going to be like he's going to be like he's like an up. Uh, he's like a. Uh, open sea sieve he's just gonna be leaking all over the place he's like a colander <laughs> ew <laughs> it's just so gross no, he's like he's like he's just gonna be spreading it everywhere yeah so then himself. he but then brian so vishal goes back on what brian so every umr tells everybody a rumor then says don't say anything let mm-hmm. me say something and then gets mad that everybody's talking about it but you're the one that first talked about it mm-hmm. sir mm-hmm. and then vishal is told don't say anything i'm gonna tell rishi but don't tell anybody that i told rishi and then vishal goes and tells amrit and then says but you can't say Literally, that it was me. all like calling vishal and say hey tell me the truth vishal, <laughs> tell me the truth then vishal just like oh okay fine yeah yeah like it's like they already know this is what's gonna happen then why would yeah amrit was messy now he can, he's trying to back up. He he thinks he might have done something wrong, but I don't even know. Like secretly, he also likes that. It's he hundred percent likes yeah. it. He loves yeah. it. He loves the attention. And then later, Amrit, Nicholas, and Monica meet, and they tell Monica about Rishi's texts. Now apparently, the texts are that isn't uh, Nicholas behaving like uh, Adam? Adam. Trump? Yes. yes he's like Fully. he's the first like Amrit says I have something to say and Nicholas blurts it out he's like <laughs> he's so he so wants to be the one spilling the beans 
Yes, exactly. And then um, Monica meets with Rishi at the park. And, like, Rishi is obviously lying. But this whole conversation is just so awkward and so weird to me. First of I'm all, truly meeting in the convinced. Park, meeting in, meeting the, park, in the park is like, weird. Monica truly thinks she lives in a 1985 Bollywood movie. Yes. She wants to meet in the park. She wants to, you know, sit on the swings. She's like, oh, there's thunder and lightning. Let's go sit on a metal swing and let's talk about it. Monica is um, on a different show or something. Yeah. Like, I honestly truly believe that they are not together when the show is filming. Because, I number one, I don't see any chemistry. I don't think that that is about the chemistry that they both can conjure up. I think Monica cannot create any more chemistry than this because her idea of chemistry is not sexual or sensual. It's more romantic as in a day, in a Bollywood movie. That's all it is. It's song and dance and romantic uh, uh, poetry, and that's about what she thinks of as romance. She has, and, yeah, I don't know. She's like Rishi openly he just blatantly lies and she's like oh okay she just takes his lies and is okay with it yeah and then later on when rishi has that meeting with um monica's dad with raj that was such a classic move that literally monica tells raj about it and raj said she goes to her room and raj immediately calls this kid (laughs) and he uses his uncle privilege to call and summon him to the house with the threat of I'm gonna cut your balls off. And Rishi comes, not he you know Rishi's gonna lie. Rishi knows he's gonna lie, but he knows he can lie to Raj, but he cannot not show up. That's yeah. he cannot be rude to Raj, but he can be lying to Raj. Yeah. The politeness, it's- politeness uh, politics of Daisies is the worst. Yes. And like, I'm sorry, I met Rishi's family last year. I mean, mm. I just, I don't think that Rishi is, I don't know. I, I I believe that Monica is still pretending to be a type of person on this television show. Mm-hmm. And it's just not reality. Like, I think that is why Anisha is always so annoyed with her mm. is because Monica is not being a fully real person. Right. She is putting up a front about who she wants to be. She's Even in that meeting in the park. The cameras. Yeah. That meeting at the park, I feel like she texted Raj, uh, Rishi everything. Yeah. And she told him what we're going to talk about at the park. Like, she did not. There I, was I, no I, panic on Rishi's face. There was, he was more stressed out about talking to Raj than he was to talk to Monica. He was, oh, he was ready for that. The fact that, like, he shows up at the park and he's like, yeah, I just found out too. Like, what? First of all, you lied about that. Mm-hmm. And then, like. I just I just don't believe that they're actually in a relationship because like I felt like last season they at least seemed like they were together. This mm-hmm. season it doesn't seem like that at all. So I know I don't know. It's a mess. Um, everybody is. All the women are concerned about Michelle's drinking, and I feel like that's going to come up quite a bit. It's going to be on the storyline, I guess, a little right. uh, a little bit of his storyline. But that was interesting between Bali, Avni, and Richa. Um, but. The other thing, last thing I really wanted to touch on was this lovely scene where Dharma and Chitra go to the temple to do a Ganesh Puja. <laughs> I know. We talked so much about Ganesh Puja like yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it Ganpati Puja? Is that what that is? Or is that Ganpati, different? Ganpati, Ganesh, it's all the same. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's um, usually you do that when you are embarking on a new journey or you are going through some difficulties and you want to ask for blessings to clear those difficulties ganesh is supposed to be the one that clears all your obstacles obstacles yeah so that's what they're like okay this is like this is um 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 anisha's mom making sure that anisha's fiance the boyfriend actually proposes to anisha yes exactly and, uh, and dharma is like i just hope Brian doesn't break his legs or get get his balls <laughs> cut off. Get doesn't trip well, over those condom wrappers. Right. Oh, my God. How disgusting is that? He lives with his parents, but then he's bringing hoes home. And then he has condom wrappers lying around. For whom? Who's going to clean that up? Your mom? Your mom is picking all That's The cleaning disgusting. person, I guess. That's so messed up. That mm-hmm. is messed up, Brian. Come on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anisha's clocking in for like one scene. They just talk about the Monica thing. I mean, Brian is so stupid. Anisha like, enters Brian's room like that is like a biohazard and she's like so <laughs> careful. She's like, I hope I don't catch COVID in here. Yeah, like I can't sit on anything. Oh my God. His his bedroom reminded me of a guy that I dated in college. It like reminded me of his bedroom and it really freaked me out. I was like, oh God, <sighs> this is too similar to my past. <laughs> Forward, forward, forward. It freaked me out. If you turn um, on the UV light, it'd probably light down like daylight. It's a rave in there. <laughs> It'll be Diwali in there. <laughs> Truly the festival of lights. Light. If you turn yes. on the UV lights <laughs> in Brian's room. <laughs> ah. All right. Um, let's take a quick break and then we will be back to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. Possibly one of the best episodes I have ever watched of this television show. (laughs) Okay, we're back. Um, so (laughs) I just don't know why people don't love this show. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you love the show? I find that somebody mentioned that they haven't watched a single episode yet. And I was like, what the? How do you call yourself a Real Housewives of Bravo fan or that you watch anything? You watch Beverly Hills, but not Potomac? It just blows my mind that any anybody who hasn't watched it, who hasn't followed it, and you know, and, and when they ask whether you should watch from season one, yes, you should, because this is one franchise where you have to know the full context, and the full context started in in season one. Yes. You cannot just watch this season and say, this is how people are. No, these women are truly interacting and they truly follow their storylines from season one and they're committed to the show. So they are going to make sure no one interacts with any, no one is isolated. Nobody is ignored. They are all here. They all understand this is a job and they're going to make sure that they're not leaving a coworker behind, even if they don't like that person. Well, there are some people who are going to do that, and that person is that people is Ashley. <laughs> Ashley is going to make sure everybody films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes me wonder. Like, well, we'll get to it anyway. Yeah. Um, we're back in Miami. It's the mm-hmm. white dinner that is not Karen's five nine birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacqueline has shown up as a representative. Now, I have to ask you, what is your favorite Karen Huger moment? Because she is your favorite person. On oh, she's my favorite person. I think I love the nobody brought up the mime. The moment when the mime came and started talking to Karen Huger, and Karen Huger kept a very serious face and started having a conversation with the mime. That's one of my favorite. The other is, of course, the press conference. Yes, that's mine. And I was like, why aren't why aren't the ladies talking about the press conference or the mime? Those were like two classic <laughs> ones. The press conference is so <sighs> fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It, it was is the a first 10 introduction of, of Matt. It's a first introduction of Matt. The not yeah. he's not her accountant. Mm-hmm. He's not her lawyer. He's no, just he's a longtime a friend. friend. A longtime friend. Yeah. <laughs> She had that, like, is like, who's this white dude sitting here? She she won't offer them food until the conversation is done. She gives she them notepads and pens. to begin with, but she wasn't going to offer the peanuts that she had either. <laughs> and she gives them legal pads and pens, and Ashley is sitting there <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> and then she's wearing her Destiny's Child, I'm a Survivor jumpsuit. So if... <laughs> Okay, so if the episode if the episode where Ashley and um, Candace had the butter knife fight was the equivalent of Scary Island, what would the press conference be equivalent to? Oh my god, I don't know. The I think it's equivalent to the what uh, Nini's party, gays and white white <laughs> party. <laughs> Oh, that was this season when Karen had a spring fling. Oh, that's true. I confused it for <laughs> So what would that be? Of Ray's life? Yeah, I don't know. I want to find an equivalent of that. There's no equivalent there. No, there's no equivalent. Yeah. I mean, this moment where Karen is getting horny for fire dancers was already up there. <laughs> 
god, the camera kept panning to her and her moaning, <laughs> and they isolated her sound from everybody else. Did you notice that? It went into an isolation where they silenced everybody else's sound, and they just had her sound up. Everybody's like, oh, oh, Karen's not doing anything this season. I'm like, Karen can show up every episode and just say 5-9, and I'd just be happy with that. She doesn't need to do anything. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Giselle is like, we already celebrated your birthday, Karen. Your birthday is over, Karen. She's like, it's a whole month. (laughs) She is like an unbelievable person. She went on Twitter or something and she said, I'm I'm done. I'm done or something like that. And I'm like, what are you done with? Like dinner? What are you talking about? Because you're not done with Potomac. There's no Potomac without you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, so <laughs> at this dinner, Chris, they talk about how Chris Bassett is on Twitter talking about like doing his like one of his, you know, tweets about mm-hmm. you could say a lot of things about me, but you're not going to call me a liar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're mad because they're like, why is Chris going on and talking about us and who is he talking about and blah, blah, blah. And it's just so funny to me because my favorite thing about Giselle and Ashley is that they will literally stab you not even in your back like in your face in your face and then they'll be like why are you mad at me in your throat (laughs) in your chest and then they'll be like why are you mad at me I don't understand we already talked about this we tabled it it's fine why is your husband mad at you why shouldn't Chris talk about it Mm Yeah, yeah, it's like, what can Candace do at this point? Why Chris will talk about it if he's if he thinks he's innocent, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying if he thinks if he feels that he has every right to talk about it on Twitter and you know say what he wants to say. Yeah, I want to talk about what was happening on in real life at that time because I do remember it. But like, yeah, you're right. They want Candace to pop off. They want Candace to pop off. They want mm-hmm. her to get mad. They want her. They want to like trigger her. They want to upset her. They want the cry angles. Mm-hmm. They want the screaming. They want the you're yelling. Right. And right. I just I love. Listen, it's the same way that I love when everyone laughs at Drew Sedora. I mm-hmm. love. When it's the same way everybody's kind of just like laughing at Whitney most of the time. It's like I love that Jacqueline is there because I love that they all have somebody there to be like, why are you here? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. It's the best. Um, Then after the dinner, Candace, two hours later, uh, reports start coming out that Candace did an IG live and said, fuck these hoes. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) So, okay, and none of this is new like information. Yeah. Hmm. And it's not like you didn't know she does this. It's not like Candace has hidden her opinion. It's not like it's a shocking thing. Yeah. And the only reason, um, uh, you know, the only reason Robin gets worked up about it is because she had a, it was a short poop session. So she didn't see the <laughs> whole thing. Yes. And she thinks thinks her embellished hat thing is a lot. She thinks too highly of her businesses to not get offended quickly. You were She's already in- getting ready to get in- offended. That's why you did not even listen to the full thing. You were already you were already mm-hmm. on the outs with Candace. Right. So the next right. morning, they're and all getting were, ready. You were right. You you tweeted about it. She was she was out the minute Candace pulled out her uh, the tablecloth or the as, or the as, towel. She as soon as she made a criangle out of the beach towel. Beach towel. That's Wendy when he was uh, yeah, um Yeah, Ken, that's uh, Robin when Robin shifted. Robin was like, Oh, so now you're going to be on Wendy's side, so I'm gonna be against you now. Yes, because I think in Robin's mind, she feels like she did a lot by defending Chris against Giselle, right? Correct. So I think that Robin is annoyed that when you know that I don't like somebody like Wendy, that mm-hmm. you would then side with her anyway. Yeah, which is why like, would Robin, you are you stupid? And you there, blah, 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 that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Robin, it's like, Robin, are you stupid? Yes. Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. yes. 
So the next morning, they're all getting ready. Mia says this really dumb thing to Jacqueline, who is like, why is Candace even here? Why isn't she staying with her friend? Because if I had to leave, you would come with me, Jacqueline. And I'm like, Mia, are you an idiot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. I'm like, you might be the dumbest bitch in the world. And you don't know that Jacqueline will leave. Jacqueline only leaves with because, Mia, you have the toiletries, right? You you have... (laughs) The toothbrush, you have the deodorant. That's why Jacqueline is leaving with you, not because she wants to be with you. (laughs) You've got Gordon's good testicle razor that she likes to use. Yeah. That's why Jacqueline (laughs) wants to go with you, Mia. (laughs) And I did love what Jacqueline's like. Mia's like, yeah, like you would come with me, right, Jacqueline? And Jacqueline's like, yeah. (laughs) It's such a it's such a non-enthusiastic, yeah. Oh my god. And then Mia says, Oh, so this is going to be um the dinner for Karen, but Karen said I shouldn't throw her a dinner. Isn't that what she said? Did you hear that? And Jacqueline is like, uh no, she just said that if you don't want to, because you said you don't want to, she said that's fine. Yes. But she didn't say so I was appreciative of Jacqueline speaking the truth, but Mia's like, Oh, I don't care. No, Mia doesn't, doesn't listen. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. So th- this is they, – they do a birthday girl day and they do a boat day. Now, when mm-hmm. those ladies were told you're going to get to go on a boat, I don't think they were expecting Wawa sandwiches. No. That wasn't a boat. That the, – uh, the inner harbor in Baltimore has better boats than the one that they were on. <laughs> The Turtleback Zoo has better boats than the yeah, boat that they the were on. The Inner Harbor right now. has, you know, once in a while you'll see a dead body floating up, but it's a better <laughs> boat ride than the one they went on. At least I they just, give you fresh crab cakes. No, all this ca- is horrible. <laughs> in all caps, I wrote a paddle pub with plastic cups. <laughs> That's what it was. They got there and they were handed plastic cups. Can you imagine? I know. And they so, had like literally it was it wasn't even Wawa. It was like worse than Wawa sandwiches. God knows it was not even when. Wawa. Yeah. No. God knows how old. And they were offered that. And it at one like, point they were like, do we even pedal or is it just going when? So they just put pedals there, but then nobody we don't really need to pedal, so then they stop and like It was it was really sad. It was a yeah. really depressing situation. But <sighs> on the way there, so Candace asks what asks Wendy to come, but she checks with Robin first. Mm-hmm. And this is what's frustrating about Robin as a person. Robin is the queen of I don't care, but actually I do really care mm-hmm. and I'm going to be super fucking aggressive about mm-hmm. it. And it's like, yeah. Robin, if you care, because you do care, mm-hmm. Robin is mm-hmm. all about like, I don't care, I don't care, but like because she wants to be a person who wants to be above it, but like mm-hmm. her idea of being above it is being passive aggressive and sometimes aggressive aggressive. Mm-hmm. And that but is she also knows that if if Wendy hadn't shown up, this would have been a Wawa sandwich scene. That's all. Yes. Yeah. There would be nothing. There's no conflict. There's nothing happening. What, are you going to have a fight with Shasha? No. <laughs> no, she loves Robin, loves Shasha. No one loves Shasha like Robin. More than Robin, yeah. Robin adores her. I know. Um, but it she is frustrating. She her when- a good machino discount or something (laughs) um i yeah so that like bothers me about robin i'm like robin like robin is so petty like giselle is petty in a way where she laughs in your face Mm -hmm. robin is petty in a way where she's like like she loves to point out people who take things too seriously while robin herself also takes things too seriously exactly exactly yep um on the way to the birthday, the car thing, Mia mm-hmm. and Jacqueline are talking about. They, I think they were talking about me and Jacqueline. Weird really conversation. Kind of- that was like even like Giselle was like, just taking it all in. But she was like, I'm gonna ho- take it all in and I'm gonna hold on to it until I can use it against Mia. But this is like weird, juicy stuff. This is like it- something about. Mia and Jacqueline and threesomes, but with a different husband. It just doesn't make any sense because she's like, Mia is saying like, oh, um, Candace is getting mad about these girls spreading lies about her husband. But then she's mm-hmm. also supporting someone who spread lies about 
Mia's husband. I'm like, Mia, literally nobody said anything about mm-hmm. your husband. You, you did, have though. you have yeah. been talking about it. Exactly. You've been talking Mia's about Mia's the one talking about how her ex was so good in bed and then she let Jacqueline experience him. Weird. Weird. Ew. It was one thing with the deodorant mm-hmm. and the toothbrush. Yeah. Your husband's ball razor. Right. But a whole dick? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you let her like, borrow oh, not, a whole not dick. G, though. Not, not G, though. Not G. The other, somebody yeah. else. Uh, okay. It doesn't make it any better. It does not make it any better. Um, right. So they go to the dinner, and despite being told no eight times, Ashley invites Wendy anyway. And you know what? For that mm-hmm. reason, Ashley Darby, you yeah. are the star. You're the star of the show. Correct. <laughs> they immediately noticed. They're like, where is Ashley? Did we leave her behind? Did she get left behind? What's happening? You know, Giselle is on top of it. She's like, the minute Ashley disappears, she's like, something's up. Ashley is up to something. And of course, Ashley yeah. is up to something because there's a cameraman missing too. And the cameraman has his camera on Ashley outside calling yes. Wendy and telling her, we are right close by. Come over and we'll be there. And then Ashley walks in and she's like, yeah, I invited her. And I just love that Wendy's like, sure, yeah, I guess I can come. I'm like, what? You guess. What else are you gonna do, Wendy? Yeah. Um, you, you're in a yeah. in a different hotel. You're sitting by the poolside, and you are checking papers. You're basically going over exams, students' yeah. exams. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So Mia is basically on a power trip, but she says that Ashley is a disrespectful little brat because mm-hmm. she feels like it was so disrespectful. For it, she thinks that as the host, and even Robin is like, Robin's like, Mia's the host, and she was disrespected. I'm like, Robin, you come get the fucking out of here. Yeah, like, Robin, I don't even, you I don't even know what something, I just Yeah, when yeah. you host something that is not at the local park behind your house with, you know, with Tupperware in it, Tupperware food, then you can talk about hosting privileges. Yes. Exactly. When was the last Precisely. time you hosted something? That was your fake engagement. That's it. Oh, I can't wait to get to the mid-season uh. trailer. Um, <clears throat> but I also think it's annoying because it's like Mia was the one who was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mia threw a drink and got – Mia came and aggressed and mm-hmm. got into a fight with Wendy. She came mm-hmm. in wanting to fight with Wendy. She went and chased after Peter when Peter – his jovial Jamaican self came over and said hello to the table and had a lovely conversation with everyone. She ran after Peter, came back, aggressed against Wendy. She was in full messy mood. She was in a full messy mood. She wanted to get messy. She wanted to get, she wanted a fight. And she got a fight. And she was disrespectful. now I think she wants another fight and she's going to get one from Ashley. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So... Wendy shows up and, uh, yeah, Mia's an asshole because um, – oh, wait, also before that, when they're all talking about it, Jacqueline – it's like for a moment, Ashley and Candace are on the same team right? because they're both annoyed at Jacqueline and Mia. <laughs> and it's funny to see both Ashley and, and Candace being like, ah, da, 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 like all that <laughs> stuff that they do, like, like whenever, like, and uh, Candace asked this and watch what happens. Like, like people were saying that you and Ashley make a good pair. And she was like, yeah, I admit it. She and I can be very good friends. When we are friends, we have a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. I, they have – their friendship means different things to both each of them. So that's where they go wrong. I think that Candace genuinely – when she's friends with you, she, like, pours her whole heart and soul into the relationship – and Ashley just is not like that. Yeah. Ashley was married to Michael Darby. Like, I just don't think that she's she like a... She has romantic feelings for She him. has romantic feelings with this Uncle man. Uncle Lump is like, shut up. Go see a therapist. <laughs> get, your, get your fucking head fixed. Um, so Wendy comes to dinner and she does this really intense apology. Okay. In third person. In third in person? The, yeah. In, in, in you know, if it were it, an apology, then this is how the apology would be. If it were coming from me, this is what I, Wendy Osefa with four degrees, would say as an apology 
if it were an apology. So Correct. this is how I apologize. It's like However, the most formal. <laughs> it's like the my father writing a letter to my teacher saying I'm sick and I cannot make it to school. <laughs> Dear so and so, subject, Arati, my daughter, subject. sick. With date and time and address. That's what my father does. Like my father used to do like super formal letters. I know. <laughs> Sincerely yours, you know, to the attention of, to the attention of, to whom, to whomsoever it may concern. <laughs> But it yeah. is still an apology, yeah. which Mia does not accept because Mia, Mia doesn't even look at her. Mia She doesn't even look at her. Full crater cheek. She's like, look at my crater face. That's oh, what my. you're gonna get. That is <laughs> no. That is all it. you're gonna get. You, you notice that this is what you call me. So that's what I'm gonna give you. I'm not gonna even look at you. But she oh, has God. full rights to do. I'm okay with it. She's like Mia. Yeah, you don't want to accept an apology, a non-apology apology. That's fine. That's fine. I have to say it's an apology, but it's not. It's a. It may even be a sincere apology, but it's not a direct apology. Correct. And Correct. Mia needs a direct apology. Exactly. Robin at this point decides to pull out his Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> Which, by the way, the the friend that I was talking about before, uh -huh. she owns that speaker and she brings it with her to work every day. It's in her big bag and she brings it in with her sneakers and everything. So for her afternoon sneaker walk, she has the sneakers and this big speaker and she puts on the best music in the office. And it's a good speaker. <laughs> JBL. <laughs> oh my God. Fah just got one of those for um, a Christmas present. Yeah, it's good. From work. Yeah. So, okay. Enjoy it. It's called okay. the Robin speaker. I'm just surprised that like Robin, number one, had the speaker available. Number two, it was like charged. Mm -hmm. It actually worked. That's a lot. You know what? I never thought about it. She had a speaker available and it was charged and it connect. Uh, a phone was charged and it connected and she had the clip ready. Because that's a lot I don't of prepping for Robin. For Robin right. specifically, that's a lot. Because right. Robin. This is what you would expect from Wendy, but not from Robin. If Robin put in that kind of effort to the events that she hosts, she must really need this money, this show. <laughs> so I just love that she kept doing this and she kept saying, I just want to say something that I think, I just think it would be extremely insightful. I just want to share something that's going to be extremely insightful. And I was like, is this extremely insightful, Robin? I'm not mm -hmm. sure that it is yeah. because everything that you're saying in this clip Is yeah. stuff that everybody already knows. So yeah. Robin is suddenly like, oh, you think everybody is fake. You don't want to fuck with all these hoes. <laughs> like, Candace yeah. is like, what is wrong with you? I wish, I wish Candace had looked at her and like, yeah. But also it's like. I meant it. But also, this is the reason. This is the reason why Candace said none of these women are loyal to each mm -hmm. other. You proved Candace right, right by doing exactly that. And it's just, I love, I love Robin because I love when she thinks she's having a moment, right. but she's not. And there's right. just something so hilarious about it. Like right. her, her passion. indignation. Yeah, yeah. The righteous it's so indignation. It's, it's, it's so misplaced. misplaced. <laughs> it's a misplaced indignation that makes it so funny. Yes. <laughs> like if she had listened to the whole thing, yeah. she would have heard that actually in that very clip, mm -hmm. Candace says, um, I actually would buy anything that Robin does mm -hmm. because everything Robin puts out is great. I love her hats. I think they're amazing. I think they're so cool. Mm -hmm. I think they're brilliant. Her skincare is probably going to be great. But she's talking about Giselle and Ashley. So I wanted to talk mm. about what was happening at the time. At the time that they're all in Miami, everybody had found out that there was a fight in Miami because the fight in Miami ended up being all over Twitter. Mm -hmm. That there was a fight at Bar One in Miami, all this shit. Mm -hmm. Then there were all these tweets by Chris. And underneath one of the tweets, Ashley Darby, that fucking shit stirrer, wrote, I believe Giselle. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly all this stuff started coming out that right. Chris and Giselle were having some sort of fight, which was causing an issue between Candace and Giselle. Right. So now we have there's a fight in Miami. Things are being thrown around and there's Peter involved. 
And there's Giselle and there's Chris Bassett and there's Candace. So like all the shit that's coming out, Bravo, like I will say this, Potomac is different because when they do like um, when they're filming, they rarely will give you all of the information about what they're actually Correct. fighting about. Yeah, whereas, like, good about it. They, with Beverly Hills, they tell the you details. Yeah, yeah, everything. There's not, there's not much leaked actually. They yeah, exactly. Keep a good lid on it. Yeah. So all Candace is saying in that live is that she doesn't fuck with people, but the people who are watching should, or the people who are in the show should know that she's obviously talking about Ashley and Giselle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Robin is having a private experience to be honest right right and she thinks that she candace shouldn't come for her because she supported chris mm-hmm. but it's like annoying because robin does that thing where she's like if you don't like us why are you even here it's like robin you barely want to be here yeah you've missed whole flights because you've yes. barely wanted to be here yes <laughs> You have. You barely made it. So shut up. And like, if you don't like all these people and you don't think they should be here, why do you think that Karen is here yeah. when Sharice is here? Yeah. Why are you fighting with Karen about this? Right. Like, why Why do you think Sharice is here when she's not even friends with these people? Right. This could go on with all of them. Yeah. But Robin, the reason why everybody is here is because they have a job. Mm-hmm. And and Candace is begrudgingly still showing up to film, even though you guys are all fucking with her. Yeah. So what more do you want? Yeah. <laughs> then Ashley, such a producer, already in her feelings, annoyed that Candace right. went on Instagram Live yeah. to talk shit about everybody. She's like, well, I heard... That, you know, she's like, Karen, well, because Candace says, I'm not talking about Robin, I'm not talking about Wendy, and I'm not talking about Karen. Karen. I wasn't talking about you, Karen. Yeah. And Ashley says, well, you know, Karen, I think I do think it's important for you to know this since she's already dragging you into this. Mm-hmm. That um, She literally that, said know. she's not dragging Karen into it. She's yeah. saying, Karen, you're not involved. And Karen says, thank you. But then Ashley's like, no, 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 no. She talked ill about you too. Yeah. She says, she says that you are going on dates. You're dating other men that aren't mm-hmm. Ray. Yeah. And I love that Candace went into full Rena mode. Yes. I said that? Who said that? Who said I, don't that? I don't remember. Who said that? I don't remember. Who said that? I don't remember. But also I think the way if you think if you go back to that conversation, I mm-hmm. know it was edited, but I think the with with Candace was saying was about what Cherise was saying about yes. Karen. It wasn't about Candace saying she believes it. It was like, this is what Cherise said about Karen, and that's why Karen doesn't want to fuck with her. That's yes. what Candace was trying to explain to um, Ashley that that is why Cherise and Karen don't get along. That's all it was. Yeah. Yes. And like, so the the fact that that is being thrown in mm-hmm. Candace's face again proves that Candace was right in her Instagram live to say yeah. none of these hoes are loyal. Yeah. She gets picked on like nonstop. She does. Nonstop. Even when she's not there, they pick on her by putting her, not giving her a room or putting her in a bedroom or not assigning her a room they're always like picking on candace it's something about candace that triggers all of them i don't know what it is but they don't like her i just yeah i think that she's got like a i do think that there are things about candace that like in the words of giselle are annoying like Mm -hmm. they just are annoyed with candace i think i actually do think that candace is really smart and I think Ashley and Candace live very similar lives, Mm -hmm. but Candace has a lot of the things that Ashley did not have growing up, right? Right. They're both married to white men who are restaurateurs. Right. (laughs) You know, they're both young, beautiful pageant girls. Like, they're really fun. They're really funny women. Right, right. They both have musical careers. (laughs) Careers in quotation, quotation for Ashley. (laughs) But I want to go back to what Karen says when they bring this whole thing up. Karen says, <laughs> Karen is so hurt. People love me. Lips. Yeah. No, but then she says, unless there's a picture, a name, or anything, a video, 
I don't know what any of this stuff is about, but what I do know is that I go out, I go out to a lot of places, people love me, I stop and say hello. <laughs> That's like, it was such a Trump response. Like, people love me, everybody loves me. But it's like, Karen is really hurt in that moment. She just looks at Ashley and she can barely speak. Her lower lip is quivering. She's like, Ash, um, she's looking at, not Ka- Ashley, but Candace. She's so hurt that Candace might have said, because the minute she looks at Candace, Candace says, no, I didn't say it, but both Candace knows immediately that, oh shit, I did say it, but I was drunk. I don't remember mm-hmm. quite what I said. And, and Karen knows that Ashley, uh, Candace said something and Karen doesn't believe um, uh, Candace when she says no. So you can tell that Candace, um, Karen is so disappointed. Yeah. So disappointed. You don't want to disappoint the grand dame. Not the grand dame. No. No, It's very hurtful. So one minute God is mad. It is raining down on them. Mm -hmm. It's really bad. And then then the next. Karen goes into the the toilet and gives a call to God and says, like, just stop it. It's okay. I can manage. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then next thing you know, they're at an after party at the club and God is so good. Yeah. God is so good that people have their titties out. Yeah. They are dancing. They are having a great time. Wendy but and Robin are Robin hugging each other. Yeah, they're hugging each other. They're making out. It's it's really, really I mean, if the Beverly Hills women cared about us, mm-hmm. they would have recorded the car fight that followed where mm-hmm. Robin and Candace are crying. Candace mm-hmm. is crying and screaming at Robin. At like mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning, saying and Ashley, being the producer, she just turns on her phone and records the whole episode. Because you know what, Ashley knows this is what happened. Ashley took notes. She's like, "Oh, the Beverly Hills women fucked up. Let me not do that." Yes, let's let's be better. Right. <laughs> Ashley is truly the producer. Ashley is messy, messy boots, but she's on the ready, and I don't and I truly think that. She, Ashley drinks Corona all the time. She doesn't drink hard liquor. So I don't think she's ever drunk. Mm. She's just mostly sober, having a good time. And she is keeping eye. All these other women, they drink like hard liquor. They're like tequila and vodka and all of that. And then they are gone. They're gone with the wind. Fabulous. And (laughs) Ashley is ready with her phone and they're recording. She's always knows what they said. She's aware of the cameras. She knows what the camera captured. She's quite ready for the job. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I don't know. I have like, I know Ash- Ashley is messy. I know what she does sometimes is like shitty. And you're like, why would you do that, Ashley? But I also appreciate her hustle. Like, I, I think- appreciate her showing up to her work. I would never want to be friends with Ashley because she seems like a manipulative person. Like, I'd be terrified to be her friend. But I can also see myself being absolutely charmed by her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, she's diabolical. She is. Um, But when Robin and Candace are fighting, Candace is crying so hard. And it's because she's really hurt by Robin. Because in that live, she'd even say anything bad about Robin. (laughs) I know. But Robin, she says, so Candace in the confessional said a couple of things about, uh, about Giselle. One of the things she said was long rolling hills of necks. And then another and then time. Immediately, I went immediately okay. into the mirror and I started looking at my neck. I'm Thank like, you. oh my God, I do have rolling Thank heels of neck. I as well. So, and then another time she's like, Robin is here doing neck rolls uh, and and foreheads dirty work or whatever, right? Because she calls Ashley forehead. Forehead. And I'm like, I, yeah, afterwards, ever since, every time I, I've been like washing my face at night and stuff, I like really get in my neck. I like exfoliate my, my, my neck. My forehead is pretty wide too. Look, <laughs> I think I'm going bald and I have Ashley forehead and I have Giselle neck. I have it's the neck rolls. Like combo. Yeah. So now I'm oh, really self conscious about it. Like I have to, I only did Botox once last year and I'm thinking about going back and I'm going to be like, what can you do about my neck rolls? I uh I bought the Peter Thomas Roth um um crepe erase kind of thing that mm-hmm. like t- you put it into your leaven and all of that and it just disappears. 
oh. all of that. And then you can put it in the ne- neckline <gasps> and it just fills it up. It puffs it up. So all these lines disappear. What's it I'm called? Telling you. It's um it's a Peter Thomas Rod product. I I will look it up and let you know. Cause um if you want to get like a sponsorship or something. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I won't get a Peter Thomas. I can Rob's. do a before and after. Oh my god! No, I mean, listen. If anybody should be getting a sponsorship, it should be Neck Rolls herself. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about this mid-season trailer. The big thing that came out of it, obviously, that I mm-hmm. wanted to talk to you about, is, yes. is that Karen is coming in angry as hell, <sighs> and she is ready to talk about Juan Dixon's other woman who is a blonde okay it's called firmex and eye tightener it's called firmex okay. eye tightener temporary eye tightener but it works on neck rolls as well <laughs> just i try okay it. listen it we're moved on to talking about Juan okay. dixon's blonde tell me okay i'm trying to avoid it because i did not talk to i i didn't say anything i did not say anything it wasn't <laughs> me who talked to karen um karen I don't know how Karen found out, but <laughs> me and a couple of others that sort of kind of know have been, we've been quiet. I checked with all the other people. Everybody you said, have been, not I, not I, not I. So over the years, if you've been listening to us, you know that sometimes when Robin and Juan come up, Arthi likes to leave a little bit of like, she does a little bit of like, I don't know. I mean, the world, the streets of Potomac of Maryland, et cetera, et cetera. We say a lot of that. And Honestly, mm-hmm. the blonde, the other woman who was a blonde rumors are not shocking to us at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I thought it had sort of petered away. <laughs> but then I got proof that it hadn't. Mm-mm. It was well and alive. So. Yeah. So that engagement, that fake relationship, that fake engagement that Wendy was talking about. Well, I mean, she might not be wrong. <laughs> You might not be wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Wendy, I mean, Robin got her marriage license well over three months ago. It has since expired. Yes. Right. So they're not married. Mm-hmm. Now Juan's in trouble with the state of, with the with his university possibly. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. But it's we the best know. show on TV. Yeah, it is the best show. There might be a Jamaican wedding that may or may not happen. Yeah. But even, uh, you know, I feel sometimes I feel like Robin's parents actually act like they're Juan's parents and mm-hmm. Robin is the daughter-in-law. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I agree with that. It's just the way they approach Robin. It feels like they are more on Juan's side than they are on Robin's side. <laughs> 100%. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Any other I thoughts in this episode? No, that was this was a good episode. This was good. Um, I am happy that um, the rest of the season had it prominently features Karen because I was worried because Karen had been very quiet for the past few weeks. I am glad that Karen is back in the game. And that she's going to be super engaged in that to the point where even Ray gets engaged and talks to Chris. Yes. Even Ray gets in the mix. Ray gets Um, in the mix. One last thought about this episode that I forgot to mention is that when they go to ride uh, cars, Giselle in her like awkward twerking dancing says, Abuelito a Miami, (laughs) which means (laughs) grandfather of Miami instead of the lyrics of that song <laughs> grandmother of miami yeah which is i perfect. love uh, I, like okay i know people hate giselle and i understand if giselle right. is triggering to you i fully understand mm-hmm. why you would not like her i don't like monica from family karma mm-hmm. okay she really bothers me yeah but giselle is a fucking clown guys she is She's this was been also the, this jump. is also the episode where um where Karen got moist, as she said. Yes. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Once in the car and once in the fire. Fire yeah. dancer. Yes. <laughs> once in the fire dancer. Yeah. Karen had a good weekend. She had she a did. good birthday, guys. Even though she thinks it's the birthday from hell, I would argue, Karen, that you had a good birthday. 
I can't wait for Karen to celebrate her 6-0. That's going to be so fabulous. Can you imagine? Can we? What would be the theme? It, it, she's already done the Indian theme. She's done the Beyonce theme. What would be the theme for Karen? She's done a 6-0? wedding. Yeah, we should put a, twi- a Twitter poll out. Themes for Karen's wedding and see what comes out of it. I think that if they're going to do a 60th birthday party for Karen, they all need to dress up in their favorite Karen moments. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. And I think she should open it up to her peeps. She should open it up to the public. I think I would love to go as Karen. I would pay money to be at a Karen party. As Karen. Too. As Karen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I went I as think- Karen. Well, I went to Karen to a crap and life show. Nobody recognized me, yeah. but that was good. <laughs> I, you know, our friend Lourdes, she was working in a hotel down in that area. And right. we were telling her, you should invite yeah. Karen to an event right. at that hotel. She will show yeah. up. Right. For the Let's propose. Opening. Let's do that. Let's... Lourdes, you need to have Karen and uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac come and do a, come and do a scene at the hotel. And then invite us. Ulysses. (laughs) Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Um, Arthi, thank you so much for being here. I will be back to talk uh, later this week with my brother about the next two episodes of The Crown. And then later on. It's not done yet? Well, the show is done. It's released at once. We're just doing. Oh, by the way, I want to plug Rachel Maddow's Ultra. I don't think Rachel Maddow needs our plug. No, but I want to say how much I loved it. Okay. Just (laughs) so good. It was like a crime story, but from a crime, political crime thriller from the 1940s. It was so good. All right. Well, I'm sure Rachel Maddow is going to be really grateful for our little plug. Yes. That'll really drive the viewership up. Don't make fun of me. I love something and I'm sharing. Peter Thomas Roth, eye cream, and Rachel Maddow's Ultra, okay? These are my recommendations for this week. I feel like Bethany Frankel now. You're like, this is Nobody my drugstore cares. makeup. Nobody cares. I know, but that's what I'm enjoying right now. Come on. I'll be back later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.